Matthew 5, 14 to 16, NLT. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp, then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Brilliant. Thank you, William. Sonia, come up and bring a word. Shall we pray for Sonia? Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for Sonia. And we pray, Lord, that she would not only remember everything on Sermon Bingo, but we pray, Lord, that you'd speak to her through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, you can take the microphone. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Alan. Yeah, that, the pressure of Sermon Bingo I'm feeling today. Uh, good morning. Uh, it's such a privilege to be here with you today. So I'm Sonia. I'm the senior youth pastor here at St. Saviour's, and it's my privilege to run and support sessions both here at St. Saviour's and in local secondary schools too. Um, so yeah, it's amazing. I love my job. Um, so yeah, you've got your copy of Sermon Bingo. So now is your moment. Um, for you to be really listening, and hopefully I will say all the words. And when you have all the words, um, you shout out the word bingo. So let's get to these verses. I love these verses, and thank you so much, William, for reading them so beautifully. Um, They're so visual, aren't they? And you can picture in your head what they are talking about. You have this city on a hill, high up, nothing sheltering it from either side, and it's really visible. And when it's dark, you can see all the lights shining um, for all to see. And then the verses go on to talk about no one lighting a lamp and putting it under a basket. Now, why would you put a lamp under a basket? It seems bizarre. The practical part of me says, wow, what's the point of having a lamp if you're just going to cover it, how will you get the light? And the purpose of the lamp is to shine the light, and its whole purpose is to shine bright. So why would you hinder that purpose? In Jesus' time, lamps were made of clay with a hole in the middle where you put the oil in, and another hole at the end where you put cotton or flax, and so that the flame could provide the light. And they were usually placed on a very high stand so that the light could travel further and give more light to the area it was placed. When placed up high, the light shines brightly so that the whole house can be filled with light. So this is a really practical example Jesus is giving um, when talking to the people that he was talking to at the time. But it is really also good for us to think about today. So what do hills and baskets got to do with us? Well, I've got three questions for us to think about. Why is Jesus the light? How can we be more like Jesus? And how do we be the light? So firstly, why is Jesus the light? So Jesus is the light of the world. In John 8, 12, it says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you have the light that leads to life. There is dark and light in the world we live in. Light is the good stuff, and darkness can be described as the bad stuff. Jesus brings light, goodness, into dark places. He shines goodness 
and protection and freedom into situations that may seem unsolvable, unmanageable and unchangeable. He may not change things immediately or in the way that we want, and this may be hard for us to understand, but he is with us in all things. In Younger Youth, we discuss many things, uh, but we've also been talking about tricky and stormy situations and how, unfortunately, being a Christian doesn't mean that we don't have difficult times and problems. But it does mean that when we have those tricky times and those problems and uncertainties, we have a God who is with us and Jesus who is walking beside us and carrying us through those times. There's a poem called Footprints in the Sand that shows two sets of footprints walking across a beach. I'm sure some of you know this, and I love this poem. And you've got two, yeah, there's two sets of footprints walking along the sand. One is a person, and one is Jesus' footprints. And while they're going along these footprints, there's flashes of this person's life going alongside the footprints. And in some parts of this person's life, when there's troubles and difficulties, there's only one set of footprints. And this person is really surprised and shocked. Said, why, Jesus, did you leave me in those times when I had troubles and hard times? And Jesus says, they're the times that I carried you, and that's why there's only one set of footprints. It can feel that we can be alone sometimes, but we need to remember that we are never left alone, and Jesus is carrying us when we need him to. Jesus brings light into situations as well as the Holy Spirit giving us the words to say and supporting us in what we're doing. So, how can we be more like Jesus? To shine Jesus' light in the world, we need to be more like him. When we make new friendships, we spend time getting to know them, finding out about them. So getting to know Jesus means spending time with him learning about his life as well as what he was like, what he did when he was on earth, and how he acted in different situations. Reading the Bible can help with this, and I find spending time in the mornings works best for me. I give my day to God and read my Bible, and I love using commentaries like Bible in a Year and other things too to help me focus my mind and my thoughts And God often speaks to me through these times and through the verses I'm reading. So my daughter is about to go on her gold Duke of Edinburgh expedition tomorrow. Um, And to make sure she is ready, she needs to do lots of preparation. She needs to pack the correct kit. I'm taking notes. Practice the correct kit, make sure she has enough food, follow the right paths, go the correct way and the correct destination. It's not something you can just turn up to. A whole house is full of stuff. Um, She needs some training, some walking practice, advice on what kit to take, what food to bring. There's no fridges, there's no shops on the way, so we've had to ration her food for each day. Everything's carried in a big rucksack from one camping point to the next. She's well prepared, you'll be fine. Um, We'll see how we get on. It'll be brilliant. So to be Jesus' light, We need to be prepared too, to make sure that we're equipped for our life journey and to have the right things to help us. There are things we can do to provide that help and support so we can live a life more like Jesus every day, like reading the Bible, as already mentioned. We also need to pray, be still and have time with God 
And this can be so hard in a busy world. But taking time out to listen and hear from God is so important. And God can really use us and speak to us in powerful ways. We should also listen to wise people, people who have a strong faith and can give us advice, pray for us and help us. Spending time with others is important too in worship like we are now, being community together and supporting one another from the youngest to the oldest. So how do we be the light? Don't hide it is the title of this talk, so that should give you the answer right there. Don't hide it. Don't hide what Jesus has done in your life. How has being a follower of Jesus impacted you? And what difference has that made in your life? Or, if you don't have a faith, ask others that have what difference Jesus means to them. Speaking about your own experiences and how things have impacted you can help others to learn and see. It can be a challenge following Jesus today, like when Jesus walked the earth, he was seen to be doing very different things to what others did. He befriended people that others would ignore. He went out of his way to heal people who may have been seen as outcasts and outsiders to others, and he chose followers from ordinary men who had normal jobs. And he also valued women very highly and included women in his inner circle. If we stand up for those that others don't care about, and if we participate in things that we know are wrong, it could cause us some tension. They don't participate in things that we know are wrong. In Ephesians 5, 7 to 9, it says, Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have the light from the Lord. So live as people of light, for the light within you produces only what is good and right and true. So we were chatting um, in youth last week, and I was talking to them about a time that I had um, at school where I found it really hard and was, um, had a few problems where people were being unkind to me about my faith. And a few years after I left school, I had a moment on a bus where one of these people who hadn't necessarily been um, in that main group but stood aside while people were unkind to me came up to me and spoke to me and said that she was sorry, she apologised, and said that at the time she saw something different in me and thought I was really brave to stand up for my faith and to carry on even though I was having a hard time about it. And it really impacted her and she'd really respected me for it. Now at the time I had absolutely no idea, of course, about this. But it obviously had made a difference to her and she had remembered it. So much so that she'd come and spoken to me on this bus on that day. We don't know what impact we're making on people's lives when we stand out and be different. We can make a huge impact and shine a bright light for Jesus in places it wouldn't get to otherwise but this can be really hard. So Paul wrote in Ephesians 5, 1 to 2, imitate God therefore in everything you do because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Jesus is perfect and I don't think we'll ever be able to measure up to him. However, to try and be like Jesus is what we're striving for. There is a great song 
that has kept coming into my head as I've been spending time with God preparing for today uh, called This Little Light of Mine. I'm not going to sing, don't worry. Um, But there's this little video I found on YouTube of this song and it shows this little light bulb with little arms and legs marching with this big light bulb head. And in one little scene, you look at, there's a shot that looks down from the top, and you see this little light bulb walking along a street, and it's really dark, but the light bulb and all the light around it, there's just this little rim of light all around this little light bulb walking down the street. And it's such a powerful picture. And another line from the song says, Jesus is the light, and I'm going to let him shine. In 2 Timothy 2, 20 to 21, in the message version, it says this. In a well-furnished kitchen, there are not only crystal goblets and silver platters, but waste cans and compost buckets. Some containers used to serve fine wines, others to take out the garbage. Become the kind of container God can use to present any and every kind of gift to his guests for their blessing. So let's be a special utensil. A container that God can use to bless others. Well done, guys. (laughs) Okay, well done. Okay, as I close and invite the band up, uh, let's have a reminder of those three questions. Right, one. Why is Jesus the light? He is the light in dark places and carries us when we have troubles. Two, how can we be more like Jesus by spending time with him? How do we be the light? Don't hide it, stand out. You don't know the impact you could be having on others. So just as we reflect, just think for a moment about the image of that little light bulb walking along that dark street. Are we like that light bulb, letting Jesus shine through us? Can people see that light or are we hiding it? And where can we bring light this week? Shine brightly and don't hide that light.